Hey, hey, habit thrivers. If you're ready to rock your next chapter, this is your place. It's time to live your most fit, fearless, and fabulous life. I believe that our daily habits and routines set the foundation for achieving our dream lives and help us find more passion and clarity with less doubt and uncertainty. So let's get cozy. Grab your planner and your favorite beverage and come along with me on this journey of reclaiming your passions and finding new ones along the way. Welcome to the Habit Thrive Podcast, a podcast for women in their me now years. Each week we create habits, routines, and rituals to reclaim our power and our awesomeness to live our best chapters yet. This week we are continuing with our theme of love for the month of February. In last week's episode, we started with the focus on self-love. And one of my favorite strategies around self-love is embracing my me now years. The title of this episode is three challenges to embracing our me now years and how to overcome them. But before we dive into this week's episode, let's review one of my favorite descriptions of our me now years. The time in our lives when we prioritize our personal well-being interests and desires. It's a time when we're no longer confined by societal expectations, family obligations, or the pressures of our earlier years. Instead, we focus on what makes us happy, content, and fulfilled. And so yes, we are going to dive into that definition a little bit because what it does do is it brings up some of the challenges and barriers that very often actually we tend to impose on ourselves. That's just what we do sometimes as women, myself included. So before again we dive into those challenges, let's look at the opportunities. Now I do want to mention that I had a discussion with somebody in their 30s this week, one of my amazing listeners. And again, the age range from 30 to I do believe there is at least one person in their 90s who is listening to this podcast. So your me now years, it's a mindset. It's a way that we look at our world, we look at the world and our place in it. And so whether your me now years are ensuring that you have some me time in those earlier years and you have some me time in those societal or I'm going to say family responsibilities right now, if you're in your 50s, your 60s, your 70s, that those little snippets of me time, okay, I'm going to say that they count. They are moments, they are minutes in the day. They might happen over the course of a week or it might be once a month that you are ensuring that self-care, that self-love, that me time. And of course, I'm hoping it is on a daily basis (laughs) to some degree, but you can see how me time to me years. And we are in that. If you're in your 30s, your 40s, your, your 50s, wherever you are, and you're like, I'm not quite there yet. 
think about it as the train, these little me now snippets during the day of sitting with your tea and looking out the window and grabbing a, a massage when you can. All of those, again, opportunities that set you up perhaps for a bigger me now experience, but we're in training. I always say this is actually with a friend of mine that we talk about the dress rehearsal, right? (laughs) The dress rehearsal of being ready for the big show as we move into our me now years. And so examples of embracing this right now, again, it doesn't have to be, you know, when you're an empty nester or when you're fully retired, anything like that. But thinking about the opportunities for self-discovery, your passions, your interests and your hobbies. And what comes up sometimes with this is that some of you will go into this time all of a sudden again empty nester, retired or just things have changed, the schedules have changed in your day, in your life and you're looking at these little opportunities of time to pursue some passions and interests and hobbies. Now some of you will get to that point and you're like oh yes I was you know, golfing. And I was only getting to golf once a summer. This is again where a lot of us are. Now you're like, oh, okay, now I am able to, especially for those those activities that take a little bit more time, right? The curling, the golfing, the painting, the learning a new instrument, the, I'm going to say, I have to say it, pickleball, <laughs> that it could be things that you dabbled in, in your earlier years, or you could have just been full out in your work and your work consumed you. And so you're like, when I retire, when I get to that place and I'm able to do this, this is when I'm going to dig in. And all of that works. The biggest difference is just around awareness. So if you are right now in your 30s, your 40s, your your 50s and not quite retired, you're starting to think about, okay, when I have the opportunity for more time, what would I like to do more of, right? Do I want, for me, it's actually cooking. This is one of my passions and cooking more so than those weekly meals that Taco Tuesday, actually I did actually do tacos yesterday, but anyways, um, so it is that opportunity when you're in the moment to think, okay, what does this mean for the future? And also, no, again, you're going to get to that point and you might think, and I've had friends say that I don't, I don't have any passions or, or interests. And then we dig in and we say, well, this is the opportunity right now. What are our friends doing? What are they doing on YouTube? Like it's this pickleball phenomenon is mind blowing, mind blowing and fantastic. So those are the things. So it's self-discovery and self-discovery, not just boom, you're retired, you open your eyes like, what am I going to do? But self-discovery now, wherever you are in your life and know that you can keep digging in and digging in as you move through the next chapters. It is an opportunity as well to prioritize our mental and physical health for sure. So I think about those who are digging into breath work and into meditation and perhaps meeting with um, a therapist right now. I'm going to come back to that. I mean, I had the opportunity 20 years ago to say, yeah, do you do private to a uh, psychologist who I met in a Yoga for Anxiety workshop in Toronto? <laughs> so 
early wherever you are because I was in that situation 20 years ago where my dad wasn't well and I was reaching out and so that set me up I'm gonna say that right now that set me up for later in my life to go if I need some help with my mental and physical health I'm gonna reach out I've done it before it's muscle memory I know it works and so it's not getting here and going oh okay I need to reach out no no it is in terms of receiving that support and help for your mental and physical health right now whether it is let's say getting more physically strong in terms of your bones and your heart and that combination of your brain in terms of mental and physical health right it is absolutely a time to prioritize but I do want to say Again, many of you have heard that or have someone in your life, that scenario where their physical and mental health was just pushed to the background looking after everybody else until they got to the point that they're retiring and then they got sick. And then going through that scenario of blame and I should have looked after this earlier. And the big thing about that is it's I am such a believer in there is a reason right now that I'm dealing with this there's a reason that I went along this journey and so the judgment and the self-blame and all of that goes out the window that's number one at the same time if you are in that scenario right now that you can think of looking after your mental and physical health at least at the, I'm going to say at the bare minimum, so that when you hit that time that you can be traveling more and you want to, and anything, right? You want to go canoeing, you want to go um, kayaking, you want to climb a mountain, that you're not having to get in shape again on that day you open your eyes and you're retired, that you've set the stage, at least mentally, right? You're, you're, you know that your daily walks or your 10,000 steps and you're doing a, um, you're in a couple of classes and so you are preparing doing what you can this is where we deal with that all or nothing right that's very often oh I cannot deal with that until you know the weekend or I can't deal with that until my retirement this is where again wherever you are in this stage to think about it doesn't take a heck of a lot it is astounding in terms of looking after our mental and physical health but it's about awareness so that is again these are our years of self-discovery of prior prioritizing our mental and physical health but you know I'm gonna say keep doing that wherever you are and building meaningful relationships now in the me now years so this could actually be going back to I did um, I did touch on this last week but it's just so cool to go back to friends now that now it doesn't mean you have to go to your to your school reunion but it's kind of cool right that you can start some of you have know this already that you are connecting with friends that perhaps you knew years ago and now you're in that space to go yeah maybe I'd actually like to travel with this person I'm going to reach out to her and see uh, and you can start small right like a weekend trip <laughs> if you're looking to connect with a friend like and again I've heard this so this is why I, why I share this and so you can build kind of reconnect so you've got that option to reconnect with friends reconnect with family you hear that often of people retiring to spend more time with their with their family so you have that whole reconnection 
um, and you can build on the relationships that you already have. But that takes planning. Honest to goodness, it's in my planner. Call my brother. Book that lunch with my mother-in-law. It is in my planner on Friday for the next week. And if it can happen at the same time, right? I'm, a, I'm very much a scheduler. If it can happen once a month at the same time, third Wednesday of the month, whatever it is, it's a non-negotiable. And this is for your mental health. There is no question about that. For me, if I just leave it out to the universe to go, oh yeah, we should have lunch again sometime. No, it has to happen. And I've got friends that we book that with. I've got friends that we do uh, three spa weekends a year. There's just non-negotiable stuff. And it goes in your planner, it goes on your Google calendar, and if it doesn't, the chances, less chance of it going to happen, okay? So this is our opportunity as well. Travel and adventure is a big one. I'm gonna come back to that in terms of actually one of the challenges, right? And those opportunities now of, of giving back. So some of the skills that you've developed through, through work, through your life experience and all of that, that chance to give back. At the same time, this is, we're gonna move this right into the challenges. So again, when you're thinking about where you are, okay, and all of these opportunities, some of the reactions, of course, are, no, I am not in my me now years. I don't think I'll ever be in my me now years. That comes up for sure, or I'm not entirely sure what that means. So that has been the purpose of these last two episodes is to really kind of explore that. I'd love you to journal about it. I'd love you to think about it. I'd love you to talk to your friends about it, talk to your family about it. So that when these challenges coming up, come up, and these are three of them, and there are more, but I wanna focus on this, is absolutely we're still balancing responsibilities. There is fear of judgment. We're really tough on ourselves for sure. So we fear that judgment of other people and there are financial concerns, absolutely. So those are three of the challenges. When we're starting with balancing responsibilities as we embrace our me now years, we're still perhaps moms or daughters, right? Or sisters, friends. So we are balancing all of these responsibilities still, especially if we have friends or family members who are ill. And that concept to say, no, I'm not in my me now years yet because I am looking after, could still, again, be your kids and your parents, so those sandwich years. So just notice, again, the languaging around going, okay, when they're well and when they're all settled, then I can settle. But think about finding that balance within the chaos, within the challenges. And personally, as I think back, this is what I love about doing these podcast is it's like therapy for me um, I have to I have to say and people actually ask so why do you do a podcast so I love that self-reflection and so when my dad was ill and he has passed had that opportunity to actually when you th when I'm talking about reconnecting and um, building relationships there was an opportunity as he was ill to come back to the relationship that we had it was challenging for sure because he was definitely very ill but I did see the opportunity in that as well in the moment and so again that was that mindset 
but it was overwhelming. It was, I had um, a one-year-old and I had a four-year-old and my husband was working out of town during the week. And in those times, when I think back about that, because some of you are in that time now, it's amazing when we're sitting around in a group and we're all the same age and some are dealing in that sandwich generation, you know, or place right now, and some have dealt with it earlier. And when I think that that was something that I went through 20 years ago that has given me some skills and some mental strength right now, like knock on wood, my mom is super healthy and a role model for me. She's like wintering in Mexico <laughs> and, and doing her, you know, she was still finishing up her degree at uh, the University of Waterloo and learning Spanish. So, and I know uh, my mom doesn't always listen to the podcast, but like shout out, right? Living the me now years for sure. So looking forward to again, your friends, your family who are role models for this. When you see this happening, you know it is a possibility. But those years ago, as I said, like I reached out. I actually went into my yoga certification soon after that, but those opportunities I saw, I spoke to my doctor, I spoke, I set up an appointment with a, a doctor of naturopathic medicine, actually three hours from our town, traveling with my kids <laughs> to go to speak to this natural, this doctor of naturopathic medicine, who told me that I had an angry liver. I said, that's fine. That makes sense because I had an irritable uterus when I had my second child here. And so, you know, those things that stick in your mind. But it was that place again. Yeah, so I did get some happy pills for my angry liver and it did help. And that was Chinese medicine. And so, yes, then I went into my yoga and yoga for anxiety. And I met, I mentioned this in, I think, an episode before where there were psychiatrists and psychologists in that training. And I reached out, I just said like, I am overwhelmed. I, I need some strategies here for this. And so that was put into place, like I say, 20 years ago, self-help, self-love, being able to receive, and I was just reading everything. I was reading everything that I could possibly um, get my hands on to be supported during this time. And yes, family and friends for sure. But again, I did the, my fan, like my mom was not living in our community at the time. My mother-in-law, right, wonderful, helping out as she could. But you think in these moments, you're like, where can I find these snippets? What skills am I developing? What am I showing for other people? At that time as well, I did not reach out to my brother as much as I could have. He would have helped. He lived hours away in, as we talked about this after, he would have helped. He would have helped more. But as women, we're like, okay, this is again, going into that, that place of judgment. We're like, oh, if I reach out like to my brother, it's like, I can't handle this. I can't handle helping my dad and, and raising these kids. Right? As my dad lived with us for a while and he moved into a retirement home and then moved into more care. So that fear of judgment, I can't handle this, stopped me from reaching out more to my brother. And so, wow, I still remember that. I still remember that. And so this is going to serve me. But that is judgment. 
There was no judgment from him, anybody else that was self-imposed judgment that we often do as women. So as we come back to that balancing responsibilities in this time, that as much as you can, you are still putting in, right, your yoga classes, your meditation, if you like, your journaling, your lunch with friends, even in hospital settings when you come down to the cafeteria and you have a cup of tea and you have your book and you're still there, you're still in the hospital, but you're like, this is my me time. If we don't describe it as that and if we don't feel it like that, we don't get the effect of it as much. Again, this is the awareness, this is the engagement, as opposed to thinking that we just keep getting pulled into all of these responsibilities. It's, it's literally as much as you can setting your agenda for the week, where is your self-care, what's happening for you for the, the week, so that when people are reaching out to you, you have your week set. And yes, you can put, you know, you put your volunteering in there, you put your visits to your parents, your support, your, your kids, that all goes in there. So that when people ask you to do something, you're like, hmm, I can't, I, you, let me look at my agenda. Let me look at my calendar. But balancing responsibilities is setting our agenda, setting our calendar. And again, if you want to do that for the year, that's fantastic. But start with on a weekly basis. That's number one. Okay, so you are balancing responsibilities for sure, but we can be very intentional with that. And so that we also have that white space in our calendar that when emergencies do arise, and they will, we're able to be there. Number two is that fear of judgment. And we, we did just touch on that and the judgment very much comes from ourselves. It's self-imposed judgment. I'm the only one that can do this, right? For my kids, for my mom, for my dad. So if I reach out and ask other people to do this, I'm not doing my job. And I did that. And I can speak to that because I did that. And so we're like, oh, can somebody else help? Can somebody else step in? Is there another way to do this? Because sometimes we're so overwhelmed and we're emotionally done that to have that creativity to think, how could this be different? Who else can help? How can I, how can I balance these responsibilities differently? And sometimes it does take reaching out to somebody else. And here's the thing I want to mention as well. Certainly right now where we are in my community, we have teams now of health professionals and the support for mental health in the last couple of years, certainly since COVID, reaching out to your family physician and asking within the team and they will come forth with that as well. They are so beautifully set up now for supporting mental health. So that is the receiving and that is the reaching out. And that also helps women in particular, right, deal with that fear of judgment. And if somebody does say something, that's their issue. That's their fear, right? That's their judgment of their own situation. It's got nothing to do with you. And when you realize that and you say that, that's their stuff, right? And sometimes I use a stronger word. <laughs> that's their stuff. And as you go out and you're like, I'm traveling still, even in the midst of all of this, right? Share that with your friends, share that on social media and wear it proud because you are a role model for the rest of us to say, 
I can balance this in my me now years, right? Wear it proud, no apologies, no apologies. We tend to do that as well, right? Oh, I'm sorry, I'm, you know, in Mexico for three months and you guys are, are still, you know, working or in cold weather or whatever it is. No, 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 right? Wear it proud, role model, showing us what's possible and we're loving you for it. Let go of that fear of judgment. The third is financial concerns. Sometimes our first response coming into, yeah, right, I'd love to travel more, but I'm on a fixed in income now and I'm not, um, I can't afford it. And everybody is in a different scenario. Some of you have planned for this time of your life. You've been doing it since you were like in your 20s, right? And so you're good, but you're still, you are still being, let's say, prudent and vigilant around your finances. Some of you are coming into this with all kinds of dis different scenarios, right? Things could have happened over the, the years, all of this. So the only thing I can say or suggest around this is that just watch, just notice your wording. Just notice if you say, I can't, I can't afford that. I, there's no way I'll be able to do that. As opposed to, I can't do that now, but perhaps in the future, or I'm planning to do that adventure. I'm planning to go on that cruise. I'm planning to travel the world. I'm planning to go to that spa weekend. I'm planning for that. And that just totally changes your energy. And in fact, so much so that as you're planning for it and you're writing about it and you're journaling about it and you're saving for it, you know that Facebook has your back because they're gonna send you stuff. <laughs> they're gonna send you that 50% off for that cruise that you were hoping to take. Like I know that's a little creepy, but it's very cool at the same time because guess what, you're searching for stuff. You're searching for deals. You're searching for what am I gonna do? Where would I like to travel, right? How would I like to combine perhaps your volunteering, right? And, and you're serving and you're traveling and you're Googling that. And Facebook is delivering and Google is delivering and the universe is delivering. And I come back again to this famous Wayne Gretzky, famous Canadian hockey player who, his quote, right? We miss 100% of the shots we never take. And so if we're not thinking about it, if we're not putting it out there, if we're not talking about it, the chances of it happening are pretty slim. And so even from a financial perspective, if you're planning and saying, I'm gonna plan for this year and then all of a sudden it doesn't happen, right? Something else comes up, lots of things can come up. You're like, I'm gonna shift it. It's gonna shift into next year. And as you start talking about it, you connect with whether again, it's you're going with a partner, a spouse or, or friends, everyone's in this together, figuring it out. There are so many more opportunities, right? To do things. It's easier to find now with the internet and with everything, things at every single price point. And our job is just to put it out there, is simply to put it out there and let the universe and Facebook <laughs> support us. Ah, I love talking about this, as you can tell. And I love hearing about it. So stop me on the street, right? Email me, text me, 
um, come into the women's community Facebook group, right? The link is at the bottom in the show notes. Uh, I do have to let you in because it is a, a closed group, which I, I like because again, it keeps it very, keeps it very safe and very comfortable. So again, you can click on that in the show notes and join us and make any comments, questions. You can connect to me through Messenger on that as well as we move forward into next week. So keep learning, keep growing. Knowledge is power, right? And experience plus knowledge gives us wisdom. And that is so cool. As we share this with each other, as we talk about this, as we create the energy for all of us to move into our next chapter. Okay, so you can create a ritual, ritual around your me now years as you reflect on what you would love to do, what you've already done, what you've already set the stage for, so that you can fully embrace this time of your life. So let's go team. Have a great week and I'll talk to you again next week. If you love this episode, I guarantee you're going to love exploring all the amazing opportunities that await us in reclaiming our awesomeness together. So come on over to my Facebook group, Women's Wellness Community for Women Wanting to Rock Their Me Now Years. Or let's connect over on Instagram at HabitGuru365 and make the Habit Guru podcast your healthy new habit.